You're listening to the Movie of the Week podcast, a podcast about movies which we review every week or until they shut us down. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, Alien 3. After her last encounter, Ellen Ripley crash lands on Fiorina 161, a maximum security prison. When a series of strange and deadly events occur shortly after her arrival, Ripley realizes that she has brought along an unwelcome visitor. Dun, dun, dun. dun. All right, guys. Uh, let's jump into that sp- uh, spoiler-free section of our review. What do y'all think? This was an interesting movie. Uh, I would say it's not as good as Alien or Aliens. True. But it wasn't bad, I wouldn't say. It's just different. Yeah. You can tell it's a Fincher movie. I'll put, I'll say that. It might be Fincher light, but it is a Fincher movie. Yeah, definitely Fincher light. Yeah, I would I would agree with y'all. It it tends to be uh I mean it's almost impossible for anything to get three really really great films uh in a trilogy to start anyway. Uh there are very few examples of anything going 1 2 3 as a 5 uh or could be considered a 5 by many. Uh, mm-hmm. and this is where it dropped off. Uh and not saying it it's off. always the th- it's always though the third movie in a trilogy exactly. that drops off. Think Spider-Man. But generally, generally yeah. speaking, yeah. Uh, generally, it's the third one that falls off. Sometimes, hmm. sometimes it's the first one. Sometimes, it's the, yeah. Look at El Mariachi. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the El Mariachi series. The first one's the worst, but they do get better. But I don't think any of those are really a five. But that's a whole nother. Uh, I think the. I'm sitting over here wondering what's an El Mariachi, but that's what I keep. Thinking. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a, it's a good film series, and you should check it out. Um, okay. Uh, Just never heard of it. Uh, it okay. Well, um, Desperado and uh, Once Upon a Time. No, uh, and um, uh, what's the last one called? Uh, crap. I want to say Once Upon a Time in Mexico, but that's not right. Um, but it is Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Same guy who would go on to direct Spy Kids. Right. Yeah. Of all things. And many sure. other things. Yeah, yeah, it, it is, it, it is Once Upon that. a Time yeah, in Mexico. I was right. Sorry. It's Desperado, Once Upon a Time in Mexico are the second two, uh, starring Antonio oh. Banderas and Salma Hayek. Uh, El Mariachi was a, uh, a chiefly done original film that spawned the rest of the trilogy. Uh, but yeah. I've at least heard of the second two. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I had never seen El Mariachi until much later, and I don't even think I finished it. Uh, so, but it probably wasn't bad. It was just it was in subtitles, and at the time, I was not into it at all. Um, anyway, Fair. Well, <laughs> as I said, this one drops off, but I wouldn't say it drops off to the point that it is a bad film. But uh, I'm sure we'll get into the details of that here soon. Yeah, um, yeah there's. There, there are problems with this film. Um, nothing, drum, n- nothing that really tanks it, though. At least not in the theatrical cut. Yeah, the the extended cut, which was the version I watched, uh, it built it builds out a lot more of your, you know, sub, uh, a lot of your ex- exterior characters. It builds a lot, mm. builds out a lot more of that gives you a lot more, a uh, little more meat to hang on to. When it comes to a film, um, 
But I mean, like, it's an enjoyable film for the most part. I do have problems with it, but we'll get into that to our our uh, spoil our spoiler section. Yeah. As usual, I mean, it's an alien film, and probably not something you should let your kids watch unless you know them well. No. You're okay, showing them R-rated horror films. Either way, you probably yeah. still want to watch it first, just in case, so you can be ready with all those teachable moments and the like as well. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I w- I wouldn't say about Alien Three. This is a lot more of a it's a lot bloodier. Yes. Yeah, yeah, probably so. All right. Uh, anything else before we jump into the spoiler-filled section? Uh, I would say just for non-spoiler, be like obviously for this section that the direction of the director was compromised because of studio interference. What's so, new? Yeah, because we we really didn't get the film Dave Fincher really wanted. So the extended version. Special edition, assembled version is more along the lines that Finch really wanted, even though he had nothing to do with that. With those editions, they were they were he gave them his his blessing was on those, but he had nothing to do with them because he just he wiped his hands away from this film. Okay, because how bad he was treated by the the uh, the company as it will. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah. All right, and uh, with le- with and with that, let's jump into the spoiler-filled section of this review. Uh, as usual, if you haven't seen this film and do not enjoy being spoiled, go ahead and pause the podcast and come back and listen to us after you've finished it. Otherwise, if you don't mind spoilers or if you've already seen it and are ready to listen to us talk about it, join us as we jump into the spoiler-filled section. All right, guys. <laughs> What do y'all, uh, all right, where should we start? Um, Jacob. Let's start with the Doglian. <laughs> the what? It's like, yeah, the, it. yeah, the Doglian. <laughs> uh, this is an, in, I, admittedly, I did not realize that it must have take, it must take DNA from the host. Yeah. And or when it goes to turn into, you know, after the facehugger attacks it. Right. Uh, for the most part, I thought the suit worked. Uh, and it, it was hidden enough for most of the film that it kind of had the, the shark from Jaws kind of thing going for mm-hmm. it, where you got shots of it, and there was a lot of sh- there was a couple shots where, you know, you got to see the whole thing actually attack somebody. Yeah. But for the most part, it's hidden for most of the movie, so it, it's, there's always that, is it going to come out of somewhere sort of thing. Yeah. Except one little thing that, as an, as an animation nerd, I have to t- touch on. Oh, gosh. There is a shot... I'd say what about near the end of the movie, roughly, where they have a full CG version of the Doglian that did not age well. Would be the nicest term I can no, use for no, it. No, no, no. Uh, this... You could definitely tell it's early CG, and you could definitely tell they did not know how to composite it in the no, shot. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, it just is kind of floating in the frame, and it's. At least it's layered correctly, but it never looks like it's actually where it's supposed to be. Right. And so that just looked weird. And that's really the only bad, the only thing that made me go, oh my word, what are they doing? Rest of it, the rest of the special, the practical effects for the alien and pretty much the rest of the movie worked so well. Yeah. I I appreciate it. But that one shot of that full CG alien before it attacked that dude is like, Oh my word! This this reminds me of the film uh, *Birdemic Shock and <laughs> Shock and Awe*. 
think that's the name of that movie. Sounds yeah, right. I, I would bounce off yours with the fact to be like most of the CG in this film is not very good. There's not a whole lot, thank. Well, well, more when we get to the gives to the fact we like we get the we get the chest burster, which is is apparently in the extended edition of the theatrical is different. Yeah, because apparently in the theatrical it's a dog, but in the extended edition it's a bullvine. It's a bull. But they keep the dog. You can only change metadoc- so much. Exactly. In one of these director's cuts. Exactly. So the. It's like, yeah, the the CG is very odd. It'd be like, yeah, it's obviously very dated. But at the same time, they were doing Terminator 2 Judgment Day. It'd be like, this movie was in production just as this movie was going into theaters. Or some. It was. It, was, it came around the exact same time. And so that's why you had. Because the ending in these two films are very similar. Because when they realized they had the exact same ending to Terminator Judgment Day, they had to change certain things for the film for for their ending. And one of the one of the main problems with this film, they kept having script changes every day with this film. Like every day, they were having script changes. Look, I I didn't catch the the I don't I don't I don't get what you're quite talking about with the dog slash bull at the end. Uh, no, no, no. I, let me let me let me back up with that. Okay. okay, so when in the extended edition, he did not uh, clamp onto the dog. No, it was a bull. It, it was it was apparently a bull, which I have no I don't even remember seeing a bull anywhere no. in the theatrical version. Yeah, because the the bulls were a little more. Because there is no dog in these. Uh, okay. All there's, right. All right. So the there's bulls in which they they pull the escape pod out of the ocean and they be like they're 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 used they're they're a used animal or a, a pack animal let's say that mm-hmm. and so apparently one of the face huggers attaches itself to one of these bull vines and then you get the chest burst. Okay. All right. Right. And the the animate the thankfully we don't see the chest burster on the dog except for very close up shots where you can't really make yeah, out anything. Yeah, it's yeah. just heavily implied if you've seen the other movies. You understand you know what yeah. happened, so they didn't yeah. actually have to show it again. Look, one of the which is good for a dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those you know dog lovers would be like, oh, why it's did bad you... enough they kill the dog. Yeah. yeah, it's a good thing the dog didn't actually get hurt. One of yeah. one of the things I'm I was glad to see in this film, and uh, which we see some in some of the other stuff, is the uh, the way that the xenomorph is uh, at least its genetics are based on what its host is. Yeah, and I really. That's what I like about I it. I really do appreciate that, and I think it is good that it's a dog and not a bull. I don't know, maybe if I was a bull would yeah. be different. I just watched one on HBO. I would think as a bull, it'd be much slower. <laughs> you think it would? Or bigger, maybe even bigger. Yes, but I would think it would be. I don't know. Maybe have even less intelligence than the dog would have. Yeah, but the funny, funny thing about the extended version, it's still a dog. It's still a dog xenomorph. It's you mean it's the same xenomorph style. It's right, the, it's just, the same yeah. xenomorph. Yeah, they so they, it, they, they it, just change it from a dog to a bull. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. No, that's it should and, be yeah a different shape. So, and then its growth process from being a uh, chest burster into a little xenomorph was so incredibly quick. Be like it was just like within a matter of seconds, it 
metamorphed into a well, tiny little xenomorph. On at least in the theatrical version, they didn't show that. It was really not any different than how fast John Hurt's uh, xenomorph right. grew really? in the original movie. Yeah, basically, oh, okay. it kind of disappears for a minute, and then pretty si- within a couple of minutes on the movie, someone finds like the shedded uh, material. Oh, okay, a larger. Yeah, the ex- yeah in, the ex- in the extended cut, they actually. Because it comes up from the chestburster, it within a matter of seconds it becomes a uh, a tiny little dog like xenomorph. Yeah, and goes running off. Well, the what I'm hearing is watch the theatrical cut, not yeah. the assembly. Well, cut. the the chestburster is essentially whatever the xenomorph is. It's supposed to be, but it's yeah. going to yeah, go exactly. through a shedding and get a little bigger and a little different. That's all. So the little one, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, with the that. little one is essentially going to be that dog. Uh, xenomorph, Esperster yeah. is, but you know, just not quite formed yet. So, uh, now, now I've got this very weird picture of a xenomorph acting like a dog. Hey, just rolling over, pit my stomach. Yeah, yeah. The, the second mouth kind of just open, like a, and moving around like a tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> now, just to kind of, since we're still on the alien, I think we need to touch on another alien that does show up for a very short minute in the film. Yeah. And that would be uh, Ripley's queen alien that <laughs> bursts out of her chest at the end of the Right. Movie, yeah. Which is a whole nother kettle of fish. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I would love to know why her alien takes longer. It's the queen. Thank you. It, it's Thank the you. queen. Than, than, the, than the other one. Why does a queen take Because longer? it's a whole different being. It's a bigger, it has I, longer. I get that. Yeah. I get that. My fan theory is. Oh. That uh, it has to gestate longer because it's much more complicated, and it does so in such a way that the host can actually move around and sure. live a lot longer than perhaps the the grunt right. variety can. I also yeah. theorized that. <clears throat> excuse me. I also theorized that uh, the uh, medication that she was being given was probably ordered by the people uh, from the, the 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 main people, the bad guys. The Oh, you mean the you mean the cocktail? Right, the cocktail she was getting was there to slow the process so they could get her on the ship first. At least that was also part of my. Yeah, but the cocktail was given to her from the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, before they had even contacted the, the company. The, the company. We'll see, but I like how we call it the company because none of us can remember the name of the company. <coughs> Waylon Delani or something. Yeah, like Waylon Delani. Yeah. But um. Either way, I mean, like the sure the first dose, but after that, he gives her the cocktail anyway. After they've contacted, so. yeah, that's true. I think, it, but it, we also don't know how much. At least in the theatrical version, it did not feel like he was on anybody's sure. side. They contacted the company because the warden wanted to contact the company. Mm-hmm. The warden, I. While he, the warden and the doctor, you know, didn't get along, I kind of felt the doctor would have would have pretty much ignored anything the warden told him to do, especially if it came down from the company, since uh, I kind of get the feeling that uh, he's not really there of his own. The doctor's not really there of his own volition in the first. Place. No, he's but not. Look, he's just as much a prisoner as anybody else on that planet is, with the exception of the warden and the deputy. But look, yeah. I think here's the thing. I think uh, besides the fact the guy's there because. He didn't feel like he had a better place to go. The big thing I feel like is the Alien series is all about having people around you who are actually lying to you. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I felt like there's a chance that the doctor um, is actually in on the whole thing. I mean, he dies, so we don't find out for sure. But right. oh, he's and not it, doping. And him. admittedly, and admittedly, up until right before he dies, he's just as quiet as anybody else is sure. on his past. Right. So, so question. Yeah. So question. When it comes to the theatrical and the extended version. In the theatrical version, be like, do we learn anything about the Doctor, who he is, and what he did? We we know that, uh, assuming I watched the theatrical version, whichever one was on HBO, which I think is the theatrical. Uh, yeah. Okay. There, you can uh, you can check the extended version in the extras on HBO Max, right. but we uh, you can't. It's not the default. We find out that he was basically a prodigy, and then got drunk and killed some people when he went back to work later. One. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. He OD'd a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. He was not really found guilty, yeah. if I remember correctly. But at the same time, now, he, he was pretty much labeled a. Quack. Well, he was sentenced. He was. I thought he was sentenced to a few years in prison, and his yeah dropped right. down to a yes, lower. Yes, he was. I'm sorry. Lower yeah, status. You're, you're yeah. Right. But at the same time, that felt more like a slap on the wrist, and was he was not really sent to this penal prison because yeah, he was, of that. Even yeah, he was he, given more of a, like a opportunity. Yeah, sure, even opportunity. though he probably killed just as many people as the prisoners there. Sure. Possibly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so since we're talking about it, the prisoners and this whole uh, prison unit, I guess, as you, if you will. Uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Thoughts on that? I think, uh, for me, I felt like it was a very interesting device, though I didn't feel like it was... I didn't feel like it was used as well as it could have been. I felt like it's like, oh, it's a dangerous place for this woman to be who's always in danger. And they're all kind of reformed. I mean, you know. Um, well, I mean, we, we find out that the reason they're there is because they're all guilty of being rapists and murderers. Right. And among a lot of other things. And apparently, either while they're in prison on the way there how they got reformed i would love to know because i don't the theatrical version didn't explain what at what time they got reformed but it felt like they all were sent here because while they were still needing to be in a maximum security prison right they might have been like the uh the nice the the, (laughs) what do you call that might uh when they're like give them a little bit nicer stuff because they're good they're good uh inmates Ooh, that's a um, trustees. Yeah, yeah trustees. They felt like this is the closest they could get to being trustees. So, and they also because they had found a version of Christianity. Yeah. Because honestly, I could not tell what theology they were they, using to say what kind of even if the Christianity was so, right. I'm assuming it's Fincher's Christianity. So this is what I got. But from it. Yeah. Uh, I did like the fact that these guys, even though they were obviously these horrible people, and they were trying to be better. They all got to at least go out like heroes. Yeah, yeah. And some, even though every, uh, at least two or three of their sacrifices were completely stupid. So what I, especially uh, glasses man at the end, whose name I can't remember, <laughs> that I actually thought was Lawrence Fishburne for a while until I <laughs> yeah. realized that's not Lawrence Dylan, Fishburne, right? Uh, played by Charles Dutton. Yeah, yeah, thank him. Them. Look, uh, his death in the theatrical version, at least, is completely useless. He could have escaped and let Ripley go. He allowed himself to get attacked so she could escape for her to get up there, see uh, not-android Bishop, 
Yeah. I don't remember the act, the character's <laughs> actual name. Yeah. And then jump into the lead while hugging her uh, queen alien thing bursting out of her chest. Okay, yeah. so... Actually... So... Yeah, actually in the... the uh, sorry, Jim. The uh, extended version... Like where be like all what Drew said was correct except the the uh, Ripley's um, Ripley's sacrificial sacrificial uh, deed be like there's no chestburster there's no chestburster there's no queen it's literally she falls into the lava you know hands outstretched right. like mm-hmm. she's on a cross and falls into the lava oh see yeah in the, well she was she had her hands outstretched till the chestburster came out and then she hugged so her it couldn't yeah. escape to keep it from escaping yeah just 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 give the little girl a hug that's all she needs yes. so okay so on the little princess as, you're gonna die. as far as the prisoners go my understanding was yeah. this was a maximum security prison these guys found religion while there essentially a group yeah. Yeah. and it's some kind of and they basically say it's some kind of mix of uh christianity and some other sort of stuff at one point yeah. and uh yeah, I mean, and they only stay because they were going to shut it down, but they didn't want to go to somewhere else. Yeah, because that was their Yeah, home. that's where they lived. Right. It's the only place they, they yeah. knew. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, well, I felt like the move by Dylan to get uh, Ripley out made some sense because he's like, look, you're going to make sure this thing dies, uh, and then you can kill yourself. I don't care. But he sacrifices himself, kind of gives her another chance to make a decision otherwise. But... Maybe so, but at the same time, they could have taken out two birds with one stone. Yeah, but it would have been a less... If she had sacrificed herself there instead of he sacrificing himself uselessly. But look, I mean, if, if he hadn't have done that, it would have been a less interesting ending. I was more annoyed at the well, end I mean, of it. Was, okay, like, so here's... He's like, okay, so she's going to die anyway. That means... Everyone who sacrificed herself so she could not die to the alien I, I, died uselessly. I think they wanted to leave it to where we were sitting there wondering if she would get captured again. Because the cycle of, uh, of basically a Ripley's character is, you know, she does everything, she kills the alien, and then she's back in it. And I think what they were mm-hmm. trying to do with this is go, okay, look, you know, there's going to be at least that last chance for her to get stuck again after all this. They're going to come to her and say, no, we're going to destroy it. We're going to do all these things. We're going to give you every chance in the world. Everything will be fine. Roses, etc. And then, you know, she goes and jumps in because she knows they're lying. And I think had she killed herself with the thing in the lead, it wouldn't have died anyway. And then, you know, we'd be at the same point. Maybe so. It's just it feels like she had to die at that point. Solely for the symbolism of well, it, because yeah. let's face it, the the symbolism of this is she is essentially Jesus, <laughs> and all the prisoners are her disciples. I mean, that could be made, I guess, as an argument. It just it it just stands out, especially yeah, since she holds her hands out like she's on a cross. Yeah, before yeah. she dives in. Admittedly, in the theatrical version, she then has to hug the thing, so it does. She has to hug Satan essentially to make sure he dies. <laughs> Good allegory. Yeah, but. I mean, it, I can't look at it and not think that there's not that symbolism there, and I don't think that symbolism was done very well. Well, I mean, I so it kind of feels a bit weak. I feel like at the sh- same time, the story is good. Yeah. So, and also, we never don't have a Judas. I realize. No, no. we don't have a Judas. Uh, Unless you count the deputy. Yeah. yeah. 
So he's the only survivor. Hmm, yeah. And he probably got shot immediately after. Possible. Now, one of the problems I do have with this film, the the fact that okay, we we have Ripley has a hunch, a hunch be like possibly a xenomorph has made it onto this prison planet. And so we get the first death. Now, I don't know what it's like in the theatrical version, but in the extended cut, she comes up to that scene, sees the the evidence of what's going on, and then you get the second death, and she says nothing. I think it's by the fourth death, by the time the doctor dies, she finally has to admit, oh yeah, this is a xenomorph, we know all about it, and this thing's going to kill everybody, and we need firearms to do that. At the same time, she had no idea who to trust. On that, plane. that is that is true. Yeah, and she and, and let's face it, she doesn't even uh, she doesn't she doesn't even tell the doctor when she goes off to go get Bishop's head. Yeah, yeah, to go get do the flight recorder check. And yeah, yeah, he was busy at the time, but yeah, she was spo- Bishop was supposed to be with not Bishop. Um, the doctor was supposed to be with her at all times. Yeah, that so didn't work out so gone, well. She was supposed to be stay in the the hospital unit. Not that, yeah. that worked. No, it's Ripley. Yeah, it's Ripley. She does whatever the crap she wants. <laughs> right. But, look, I mean, she, she doesn't know who to trust. She doesn't want to trust anybody. True. She, if it were up to her, she'd stay quiet in her little cabin until the company came and picked her up and at least take her home if they didn't outright kill her. She didn't know what was going to happen, but then let's face it, the, uh, the company didn't even know she had the queen uh, in her until after the brain scan. So, I mean, the company was really just coming back to get her because she was a surviving member and they could debrief her on what debrief her from what well, happened. Well, see, that's yeah. my question. I think that I, I actually would think that the company thinks that she has the or, or knows about the. Uh, that's what I keep thinking. Like, and they knew there was an alien on board the ship. Right. Because, hey, Bishop says yep. that the company knew that the sensors had picked it up. So that's the other reason they're coming, but. Uh, the fact they didn't know she had an alien in her until she did that brain scan to find out for herself. Yeah, see, I don't yeah. know. Like, I mean, I'm willing to to believe that, but I'm also going. Part of me goes, they know more than. Oh yeah, most, most likely. Most likely, they they knew what was happening. They knew what was transpiring. Mm-hmm. They were just be like, that was their mission all like, along. Like, how do we know they don't see video of what happened in the? In the original ship, you know, or that is true because they get all that information sent back to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that they they know everything, but I'm saying they're wondering they they want her quarantined from the beginning because I think they suspect something. So yeah, yeah. Either way, um, <laughs> it's kind of the whole the whole thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think as usual, Ripley is. Uh, Pretty good at avoiding. I don't know. I feel like she's she's got to be mistrusting of some of these people to begin with because she has no trust anymore. Every time she trusts someone, the everything goes to crap, and then she has to go fight these xenomorphs, and uh, her life sucks at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You know, she uh, she she loses her friends uh, and. Oh, I hate yeah, that. Yeah, you hated know, uh, a lot of people like, hate Really? It. Why did she have to kill a Newt and... What's his name? Um, I don't remember. That guy. Hicks. Yeah. Yeah, Hicks. Yeah. So Essentially everybody else. Yeah. 
Yeah. Why is once again Ellen the only human that survives? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, pretty much. I'm saying that because there was another survivor of the Nostromos. The cat. And the alien. And the alien, yes. But the cat did survive. But did the cat survive the uh survive the crash? This, this wreck. The cat was not Wasn't on, on this that one, ship. that was the other one, so yeah. The Nostromos was the one from the first right. movie. The cat essentially is as far as we know, is still in her apartment yeah, back that, on Earth. Well, the cat would be dead at this point. Well, maybe. Who knows? You don't know how much time. Well, yeah, we do. A lot of time had passed. Cause it, yeah, it was 100 years. Sleep, well, so yeah, yeah, it was 100 do years. we get how much time's between this one and the last one? Uh, not long. Say, okay. Not long. But it's still the flight out to that planet in the second one did take 100 years. Yeah, I, I think the I don't remember. The time difference the was between was, two. The cat did survive. The first freezing because she was in the capsule with Ripley. Yeah, yeah. I don't... Anyway, we'd have to look at a true. timeline for that. Oh, never mind. I'm, I'm... mixing up movies here. I'm mixing. It's movies okay. We all are a little bit. Um, either way, <laughs> it's been a while since we watched the first and second yeah. ones. So... Right. So when we do the next one, we'll just have to watch the others right beforehand. Oh gosh. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> nope. Nope. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll I mean, read no Wikipedia. Offense. Thank you. No offense. I've enjoyed the three movies. They are not on my list to rewatch. Oh man, one is like one is amazing. I, I, I nearly one rewatched is, one the one other day. It's very good. It's just it. It's just not on my list of rewatch with all anything else I've got. So, I hear you. Yeah. Aliens is great. This movie, don't know. <laughs> We're about uh, to talk. We're about another, to rate it. Point, I, w- I would say this for me is, uh, if I were to rewatch the series, the only reason I would want to rewatch this one is for completion. Yeah, sake. yeah. Now that's not having seen. Was it the fourth movie that is still technically a yep. sequel? Resurrection. The and then the two prequels. Yeah, yeah. Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Yeah, right. Because I know Alien versus Predator is completely yes, not canon. canon. Yeah. It's not. Neither of them. There are two of them. Right. Yeah. Um, so what else do we need to talk about on this film? Uh, I would say I was... There, there's the, the mortuary scene. You mean the morgue? This scene... Huh? What, do you, what do you mean the mortuary? You mean the morgue? You mean the morgue? The morgue. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah. Morgue, mortuary. Oh, oh, I know what you're about to talk okay. about. Okay. Yeah, that. Okay. So the morgue scene where... Ripley has to go check if uh, Newt if Newt has the xenomorph or anything, and that scene just bothered me. Just bothered me beyond belief. It's like I understand. I understand. It's okay. She's checking, and she does apologize to the body. But at the same time, it's like, why do you have to be anatomically correct? <laughs> this is one good thing about the theatrical version is they don't actually show the outside of the body. Uh, above the uh, on the chest above here they don't show they don't show the chest until it's already opened oh okay wow okay yeah we had the edited for theatrical version the pg-13 version yeah actually i think it's r still yeah it's it's still not it's not adults only yeah because that would be borderline yeah look i mean i get sometimes you show it that it, it just bothered me it's like okay just the the way it was shot and everything be like it's beautifully shot don't get me wrong it's just why well look i i understand i understand the reasons i understand why they did it but at the same time it's just look here's the thing sometimes with medical type stuff they go ahead yes and 
agree with you yeah. on that. But but at the same time, be like most time when you have a uh, a morgue scene, you re- it's be like you have more of the like yeah the sheet or something like that. You really don't see anything. But in this, they show everything from the top well, up. They like I said, thankfully in the theatrical version, yeah, they don't show yeah they don't area until it's already opened up and there are some things that me as a sympathy one who feels sympathy pain uh-huh i'm sitting there going i know it's a dead body but can we move past this a little bit faster <laughs> and i was doing real fine until after he had you know cut through the sternum what do you call this bone the sternum yeah. sternum sternum and then he ripped that open to show it wasn't there i'm thinking Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> okay, yeah, I kind of knew it wasn't there because we know it's in the dog, but still. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I Like, it does not bug me because I watch a lot of medical stuff. And it's right. normal for in medical movies or uh, or even some other alien-type movies. Sometimes yeah. For them would, to show full, full nude people that they're cutting into. Right. I, I agree with you on that. But the fact be like, this is a uh, girl. This is a little girl. Well, now, this is the child. Like, I, I, thankfully, I don't think the child in this is an actual child. Right. No, it's 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 a it it's a, a it's a dummy. It's, it's a prosthetic a dummy. dummy. But, thankfully, so we're not actually yeah. subjecting a child to oh, right. Yeah, that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But the more filming, more but the still. but the representation of look. Yeah. I I guess I can see your point. I'm just saying that it shouldn't be a big issue. It's just a human body. All so yes, I I I, I agree. So. I, I agree with you, but at the same time, it's from my perspective. I hear you. I hear you. Like, you're entitled to not like seeing things. I get that. (laughs) I think we've been on this subject long enough. Yeah. Right. So, either way, it's not, they don't do bad in the theatrical. It's pretty Okay. It's just the extended version. Okay. (laughs) See, this is what you get for watching. It's the downside to extended versions. This is where all that stuff comes in. They don't have any rules. So... Well, at least with we haven't done Blade Runner yet, but at least all those versions they still tried to keep it within the rating they had already given yeah. it. So yeah. right, but either way, be like the you know little problems here and there because I had because I had heard things about this film and I was like, okay, I'm going to watch the extended version just to see you know just see if it makes anything better. And they they expand upon the characters, they expand upon the environments. And give you a little more, sim- give you a little more sympathy towards the characters, sure. and plight and what have you. And um, apparently, in the theatrical theatrical version, the the inmates are more be like, "Oh, you're just cannon fodder. You really don't get to really know who sure. they are before they get killed." Very off. few, of them. and you get to know some things, yeah. but mostly it's. Was it Dutton? Is that what y'all said that actor's name was? Yeah, Dutton. Yep. You get to know his story. You get to know uh, the warden is in there a lot. Yeah. And you get and the deputy is in there as much as the warden is till the warden dies. And then he's pretty much takes yeah. over that role. Right. And then you've got the doctor. And that's really it. Everyone else is an extra with yeah. lots. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Just in the extended version. They're the ex- all red shirts. <laughs> to use a Star Trek term. Agreed. Agreed. Just in the extended version, they do give them a little more personality and Which who they would are. Then make them not red shirts. Yeah, exactly. They're they're no longer red shirts because you right. actually have more sympathy towards their and, death. But in the theatrical cut, the whole reason the character is there is to show how dangerous the situation was while prolonging the life of your lead. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, exactly. uh, I, th- I, this is why I always caution uh, people to watch the theatrical before watching the extended, just so you kind of yeah. know what you're you're getting into. The extended's for once you feel like you like it or don't like it, but you want a reason to either like it more or like it less. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I just I'd be like I I knew probably the two of you would probably watch the theatrical, and so I watched the extended just to get more a different perspective of okay. the film. Well, next time, just watch the- next time theatrical. Next time. <laughs> but yeah, it's okay. No big. Tried something different. I doubt we're gonna. This is not one of those. I suspect we'll be like now we're doing the theatrical version or the whatever. We might do that with like the original, but I don't see us doing that yeah. with this. You know. So right. All right. Uh, what else do we need to hit on, guys? I, I think that's it. I think so. Okay. All right. Well, uh, who wants to start? Let's go ahead and rate it. Uh, I'm going to give this one a solid three stars. It's, and I'm kind of giving it three because it's a little, it's 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 better than you know halfway down the middle. It's still a good movie, even though it's not as good as the other two. Sure. I still enjoyed the movie, uh, even if I had some issues with it. Uh, I mean, I can't really rate it lower, and I can't really rate it higher. I think I say that like in nearly every episode. From time it feels. to time, yeah. It's but okay, yeah, it's just that's how it is. It's just it's a three star movie. It's not great, but it's not bad. So yeah. I hear that. I'm going down the same train of thought you are with three. The it has a lot of great uh, cinematography in this movie is phenomenal. Like there's, you know, lighting, cinematography. Um, some of the acting is really, really, really good. Uh, there again, there's problems with the CG. There's problems with uh, probably some of the pacing. There's probably more. There's problems with uh, what, from my perspective, that Ripley doesn't tell anybody what's really going on. I understand from what you guys have said, the fact that like, she doesn't trust anybody. I, I get that. But at the same time, you're letting everybody just get slaughtered for the sake of being slaughtered. Uh, and, heck, it'd be like, it's it's a horror film. I understand that. But at the same time, you need to tell your people ahead of time. So, that that's one of the little problems I have. The extended edition has its ups and its downs. From, it'd be like, I would definitely agree if you're going to watch the movie the first time, watch the theatrical version. But I was being a little bold to be like, hey, why not watch the extended version? Why not? <laughs> that was a little bit of a... Um... Mistake. Let me, huh? <laughs> mistake. I, I, I wouldn't say a mistake, but more okay. That was a little weird. Yeah. That was a little weird. But uh, maybe eventually I'll get around to watching the theatrical version to see what you guys saw. But overall, I'd give it time if I were I you. would, too. I would yeah, recommend that. <laughs> I, I will, too. I mean, I'll definitely give this time. Uh, so I would definitely give it a three. It is uh, it's a middle-of-the-road film. It's not It's not Alien or Aliens. Uh, it kind of sets in the middle, like, you know, any you know third film does, unless it's, you know, Spider-Man 3 or something <laughs> like that. Um, but other than that, it's... It's a movie that's got problems. The director really didn't have a say. He was just doing what uh, the company Warner Brothers wanted him to do. Is it Warner Brothers? 
No, it's it's a 20th Fox. Century Fox. 20th Century Fox. Thank you. Yeah, the reason it's on HBO is I think they still own. The, that's right. Thank the you. Distribution thank you. That's, that's, right. that's on, I forgot about that. On yeah, the streaming. Yeah, the fact that be like the 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 take two, um, the fact that the director didn't have full control over his project, the fact that the company or 20th Century Fox literally kept giving him demands he had to do and they were changing the script every other day so they were shooting different things all throughout and they couldn't use half of it so the the script was they were having script problems uh Sigourney Weaver threatened to quit twice <laughs> during the film during the filming process um and you can you can definitely tell there was it was a movie that needed the co- the company itself need to get out of the way and let the director do what he wanted to do with this film. But of that course, seems to be the case in a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yeah, think Suicide Squad. Yeah, I was thinking Justice League. To be honest, agreed. I agree with that. That will be interesting when we get to it. Moving on. Yeah. So, with all it said, it's an it's a three. It's an okay film. Um, watch the theatrical first. And then watch extended lesson learned. Um, this movie is interesting to me. I think that there, I, I think the plot is not bad. I think the story is okay. I think, like you said, there's so much going on in the background uh, of this film, and the you know who's in charge and what's going on, and you know with the actors having issues with it, and uh, I don't know if there were script issues or whatnot, or if there was a lot of rewrites. Um, but I feel like this movie was rushed or put together in a way that was, was that was just not appropriate. I mean, like it feels like this was intended to be the final of the Alien series, and you know that makes sense back then. Especially three movies was it, um, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and again they kill the main character at the end in what you assume mm-hmm. would be the final. Uh, of the franchise, but it's not. But it's not <laughs> uh, because they realized they could make more money, yep. and the movie actually did fairly good money in theaters. Sure. Uh, look, I mean, I feel like this could have been like had things gone right, it could have been a way better movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know what it would have taken to make that. Uh, I, I feel like this movie should fall right at about where y'all are saying it, about a three. Uh, I. I think there was potential for it to be closer to a four. I really don't think the if the story was anywhere near this, I don't think it was ever going to be one or two, which is hard to imagine anyway, doing a third film and being that good. Um, you know, you're not going to get three great films in a row uh, at that level. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like there were, again, I, I love Sigourney Weaver and I think she does a great job in the film. I think uh, I think it's believable to an extent. A lot of what she goes through, as far as you know, the nor- within the alien universe, um, and I think there's a lot of great supporting actors who are in here. Um, and I can't think of the guy's name. One of the inmates. He was in uh, Dragonheart. He was like the traveling cleric bard or something. I can't. Remember. Oh yeah. yeah um, and you know. Uh, oh, clever girl. Yeah. No, that that wasn't him. That's a different guy. No, but he's he's in the. Oh, film. Okay, well he's in it too. Yeah, there, there's there's yeah. several good actors in here. 
good job. There are. I think that, again, in the theatrical edition, maybe they don't get enough time to shine. Um, and again, I think there's plenty of holes and issues as far as that goes. I loved getting to see uh, different uh, variants of the Xenomorph. I would have liked to have seen more, though, than just the one um, in this in this film. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's it's a three. Uh, it's a lackluster three, though, I have to say. So, yeah, uh, unless anything else, uh, that's our review of Alien 3 from 1992. You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative or on Instagram as Passive Creator. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.